Choice guest had technical difficulties, so we get to talk about what's going on in my life today and going forward. How am I going to handle business going forward? Well, let's find out. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Well, the solo bro anyways, and I'm... I thought this song was like perfect. It's my party and I cry if I want to, or it's my body if I cry if I want to. Oh, you would cry too if it happened to you. All right, so what's going on? What's happening here, ladies and gentlemen? First of all, thank you for joining me again. And if you could do me a favor, hit that little subscribe button, maybe the little bell on YouTube, whatever it is, so that you can get your daily dose of the Business Bros podcast. All right, so um, what's going on? Right. What's going on? Most of you know that I've been teaching part time for my 30s, essentially, most of my 30s, the last almost decade uh, teaching high school. And um, recently, the school district passed the, the mandate. And so I have to either get vaccinated by February 1st or face termination. Um, and. I don't intend to, and I don't have some scientific thing to back me up. I'm, it's not a religious thing. It's nothing like that. All it is, is my gut literally says, don't do it yet. All right. Now, that being said, um, that means that I got to face the reality that I may not be in the classroom. I may not have that paycheck anymore. Those benefits may be going away. What the hell am I going to do? Right? And, and I know that I'm not the only one in this situation. I always I heard a saying a long time ago uh, about economics, economic uh, situations, like, you know, when, when it's a recession or ver- versus a depression. Uh, and the best ana- analogy or story I heard about it was uh, if if your friends and family are getting fired, that's a recession. But if you're getting fired, that's a depression. Right. And so, you know, all of a sudden and my screen gets dark. So all of a sudden it gets a, a little uh, close to home, whether or not you got to do things. And I've told my students about the situation. I told them that, you know, chances are I may not be your teacher for the whole semester. It might be going away. Um, and, you know, a lot of them are, are sad about that, but there's really nothing they can do. Uh, and I know there are an, a lot of other teachers, a lot of other uh, administrators, a lot of other people who are kind of in the same situation, right? They're thinking, this is my body, my choice. And how do we move on from here? And it's a, it's a scary thing on both sides, right? I'm not, I'm not against people who are vaccinated, nor am I, you know, rooting for people who are unvaccinated. I think everybody should have their own individual choice. But it's scary, Nonetheless, by the way, if you guys want to have a comment, make sure you drop a comment or you want to come in and say something. I'll drop the uh, the show link here in the chat because I'd love to have a conversation on this type of stuff. And I'll, I'll tell you guys exactly where I'm going here, um, it, it, what my thoughts are anyways. Um, so here, I'll drop a link here in the chat. Good for you. Thanks, Jen. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, these are these are, you know, a choice is a choice, but it's scary. OK, look, I'm not a woman right? Um, I don't have a uterus. I can't create children. But there was a time in growing up where I would hear people argue about the abortion thing as well. Um, and whether or not I agree with abortion, like, you know, 
Okay, my daughter, for example, she came about a year earlier than we had planned, right? I don't know about you guys, and this is what I tell most people. If you're a firstborn, chances are you were an accident. Very few firstborns were born, right? Like, uh, scheduled. But, um, and, and yes, now, now you know what a woman feels like with abortion. Exactly. Uh, but if there was a situation where I had to make a choice... This is exactly the thing that goes on here, right? Like every woman is entitled to, you know, her life going forward. And it was up to them. And, I, you know, I personally don't agree with abortion. I think every life is special. But I also believe that every person is entitled to their own. And so, you know, now I'm, I'm in this situation where I have to make a choice. Do I continue to go into the classroom or do I take a risk and, you know, vaccinate myself. And chances are 99% of the time, if I get my vaccination, I'm going to be fine. But 99% of the time, chances are if I get sick, I'm going to be fine as well. I've invested into myself a lot. I drink tons of water. I try to eat as good as I can most of the time. I work out like crazy. I run six miles a day. Check my Instagram chat, like my Instagram story. Like I literally post it there to hold myself accountable. So I'm taking care of myself the best way I can. So I one of the arguments I heard the other day was, well, it's easy for you to say if you don't want to get a vaccine. Easy for me to say, like, do you wake up with me at 4.30 in the morning? Do you go do push-ups and sit-ups with me? Do you go run six miles with me? It's not easy to maintain yourself and your, your, your body, but it should be your choice on what you go forward. Now, that being said, it is a scary time. We have lost family members uh, during this COVID pandemic. We have family members currently who are sick. So, I'm very empathetic on that side as well. I understand that that the fear is there, but at the same time, now it's starting to impact a lot more things that I just don't know how we're going to recover from this until we face the fact that no matter what, as long as we wake up every day, that is a win. And there's always something trying to kill us, some sort of bacteria, some sort of virus, some sort of whatever it is that is going to get out there and, and, and hit us up, right? So, uh, Jeff, welcome to the show, man. I missed you. I haven't talked to you in a while. Happy New Year. Would you rather die now or grow a third arm vaccine later in time? You can die tomorrow. See, and, 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 you know, and it's funny because I, I know Jeff. Jeff is kind of, you know, he's being funny. He's messing around, right? But the truth of the matter is everybody has their own stuff. Like, we live in, a, in an age right now, which is, ridiculous when it comes to knowledge and information it's there's everywhere like i can literally i can literally look up online any question i have and i will get an answer on both sides that are that seem legitimate that have you know a doctor behind it and science and numbers behind it you look at the other side there's a doctor behind that one and science and numbers behind that one you know, it's an era where we are bombarded with so much information that we step back we kind of really don't know a thing right we don't really know what's going on and one of those things i think is that it is is that we need to admit to ourselves that we don't have the answers right i think i heard this on a podcast i'm pretty sure it might have been joe rogan's podcast uh might have been somewhere else but but we need to admit to ourselves that we don't have the answers if i don't know what will happen if i get a vaccine i don't know what would happen if i don't get a vaccine I just don't know what will happen if I get in my car and drive down the street. It's quite possible that I can get in an accident the same way. Exactly, Anthony. It's, it's ridiculous, right? But now we're being forced. Okay, now I'm an adult, and when this 
decision is placed in front of me, whether I'm going to get the vaccine and continue being a teacher or not, and I'm definitely leaning a lot towards not, um, you know, that's my choice. But my fear is what happens when they're going to mandate that my kids get a vaccine, right? Now, all of a sudden, I got to make a big decision because I really don't know Right. We none of us do. This vaccine is way too new for us to know time wise what the effects will be on 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 our population, on on kids. Right. I don't know what that's going to do. All right. And he says uh, too many people are judging others and don't uh, that don't want the vaccine and also those that don't want our kids to get vaccinated. And he says, I recommend they mind their own business. You know, I mean, to, to be honest, I, I think most people should have a conversation, right? Um, I talk to both sides, people on both sides. My parents are vaccinated. My the other business bro, he's vaccinated, right? And we have this discussion all the time. And I think dialogue and, 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 and empathy is what is missing in today's world. We're so captivated by fear. We're so afraid to get the sniffles. And not just that, now that we get the sniffles or we get a little cough, all of a sudden, we got to go get a test and, and tell the whole world that I got, you know, I, I got a sore throat, guys. Sorry, I can't go to work for 10 days. Are you kidding me? I don't know, man. I'm going to be 40. I'm, I'm going to be 40 this year. Jose, what up, my brother? With you, bro. Can't believe this is happening. It's some crazy times we're living in. Right? I'm going to be 40. And, and, and all my entire life, anytime I got sick, I did what we normally do. Pop some NyQuil, knock out for a couple days. When I'm feeling better, I go back into the world, right? What happened to that? What happened to us being able to take care of ourselves, seclude ourselves, and, I, and even the masks, right? I mean, whether you agree, mask, no mask, whatever it is, it is a safety feature. Is it effective and effective? I don't know. That's the thing is we don't know. But again, it comes down to our choice. We can't shut down the entire world. We can't live in fear for everything and then continue to move on and make something of ourselves. Oh, I'll try turning 50 soon. <laughs> I'll get there, hopefully. Fingers crossed that I get there. Uh, you know, Jeff reminds me of, uh, of, of Betty White, right? Betty White died right before 100 years old. And uh, it, it's, it's hard for me to say that it's a sad thing that she passed away. Because to be honest, to live to 95, to 99, that's a win. Right. She I mean, think about the last hundred years of life that she lived, what she has seen, everything from, you know, going right after the Spanish flu, living in the world. Like imagine kids that are born today. That's like Betty White. Right. Being born 100 years ago, right after the Spanish flu. What was that world like? Right? We, I mean, it was completely different. And she got to see everything from technology to I mean, everything, cars, microwaves, refrigerators, freezers. I mean, things that we take for granted today, she got to see in the next hundred years, in, in the last hundred years. And Jeff, you're exactly right, man. We could die tomorrow. Uh, you know, I was telling my daughter the other, the other day, we were talking about a, an old movie, you know, for those of us who are, you know, 40s and 50s, uh, called Donnie Darko. It's one of those early Jake Gyllenhaal movies. And in that movie, uh, they're literally lying, he's literally lying at home and a plane engine falls on the house, right? random things like that random acts of god that can end our life uh that 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 we don't even take into account but you know my body my choice all of a sudden that's a big thing right not about the amount of years it's about the how you live the life that matters dude 100 percent, my brother 100 percent. 
this is why in, you know, when people when I'm walking down the halls and people are like, hey, how's it going? My my favorite line to say it's another beautiful day in paradise because I woke up. I'm above ground. I'm ready to move forward. So let me share something with you guys. Okay, so what am I going to do? Right. That, that's the question that I think a lot of people are facing when they have this decision to make. And one of the choices that I have in front of me is to submit a religious exemption. OK, um, but here's the here's the downside to that. I feel as as much as I possibly can. I'm as ethical as I can. I would try to be as honest as I can with people. You know, I literally hop online and talk to you guys every single day, which means when I say something, it's out there in the universe that I use the internet as my accountability partner because now that I've said it, I got to go through with it. So if I fill out this religious exemption form and there's a specific question on there that says, you know, what in your religion tells you that you shouldn't, that you can't get this vaccine, please explain your religious uh, uh, position. And I haven't gone to church in like 15 years. I grew up Seventh-day Adventist. Um, my parents and my family uh, up in L.A., I'm pretty much essentially run a church with all the stuff they do within the church itself. Uh, and, and so I grew up going to church maybe three times a week on the regular. Or, and not just that, it's devotional every night. Like, it was a lot. But for me, it was to the point where I have my own uh, connection with with God, my own connection with the, the Almighty. I don't know which religion has it right. I don't think any of them do. But it's not enough for me to say that it really holds me up and that I can justifiably write down on a piece of paper and say that this is my core belief and then hand it in with a straight face and keep going, right? Why can't I just tell you that my core belief is that it's not for me? That I can't continue to do this, right? It's 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 crazy. Pope Francis calls healthcare a moral obligation, encouraging COVID nineteen vaccines. A moral obligation. Well, last time this isn't moral anymore, though, right? When it gets mandated, it's not moral. It's forced, and that's you know. And for me, you start looking at things in history, and you start taking a, a glance at where we are. And what doors we're opening up, when you open Pandora's box on some of these rules, regulations, and things that happen, you can't close it afterwards. It's out. Like, this is the decision that you've made. This is the decision that's been enforced. These are the people that you've put into office that are enforcing these decisions. It's, it's, it's crazy, right? Not to mention the, 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 where we're at in the economy right now, like, we're artificially inflated, if you ask me. That's my point of view. You know, and I look at real estate prices and I look at the market and I look at the and cryptos and all those things. We're artificially inflated. When you think that the last, you know, two, three years we printed like 80% of, of the money, I mean, this is crazy, right? So we're in a position where something's got to give. And um, you can see it, to, in my opinion, you can see it in the CDC's uh, changes. They're making changes specifically because too much isolation or too many people not going to work is going to really hurt the economy, right? Just like James, James would have been arguing with you uh, up and down today. Oh, hell yeah, he does. He always does. He always argues with me because, you know, he, but to be fair, he argues with me from a place of love. Like he just doesn't want bad things to happen to, for me. And this is his, his point of view is this is the best alternative for everybody. So having the conversation and that empathy, that's, that's absolutely important. You have to have the conversation because how can you argue your position if you don't understand what other people are going through? If you don't 
understand what they believe, right? You don't have to agree at the end of the day, but you have to have that conversation. Let's see. Think people are wrong to compare uh, to compare and treat COVID like it's the Black Death incarnate. I agree with you. I one hundred percent agree with you. I mean, it could be right. It could be something that turned out to be really bad, or it could be that we have unintended consequences. It could be that what we're doing here as a mass population ten years down the road, um, I'm not going to say turns into a zombie apocalypse, but turns into a, its own epidemic. Where we start seeing things like autism, where we start seeing things like, I don't know, Parkinson's or neurological disorders, or we start seeing a bunch of different things we just don't know. And that, to me, is the scariest part, is that everybody knows that no one knows what's going to happen. And no one is saying that. No one is saying, I don't know. Right? No one at the top is saying, we don't really know. They're saying, this is what you should do. Do it. And then you have to backtrack. To me, that's scary, right? And because of that, that's where I'm making my choice. So what am I going to do, right? What am I going to do? Well, for me, I'm just going to double down on what I'm already doing. It's going to be podcasting. It's going to be testimonial videos so that you guys out there, all my business people that are out there, have testimonial videos bringing you more business. It's going to be paid ads so we can get your content in front of more people, it's going to be content creation. It's what I've been doing for the last three and a half years. I'm going to double down on myself. I'm going to reinvest in myself. All right? Glad you guys are starting this conversation. I think everyone should get up and do this, right? Like everyone should have this conversation. Again, especially with the people you disagree with, right? And, 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 Here's, here's my, my little bit of advice for you guys, right? I've been listening to a lot of uh, old school stuff, some Zig Ziglar on selling stuff. Uh, and one of the reasons why I love Zig Ziglar is because he asks a lot of questions, right? The way he conducts his sales process and, and his, his, his mentality be behind salespeople is that we're here to be of service to other people, which is what we believe at the podcast too. You sell something to someone because they have a problem. You're just helping them identify the problem and then giving them your solution. And it's so morally just in an industry that has such a negative stigma, which is being a salesperson. But I love listening to stuff because of the questions that he asks. And if you understand that a lot of times the conversations that you have will get better if you're able to ask good questions, then all of a sudden the conversations that you're having with people, especially about something so volatile, right? So, I mean, you, you bring up vaccines or you bring up my body, my choice in a regular conversation somewhere, people are going to bash you on both sides, right? They're going to ask you, well, where are you getting your, your information from? Oh, you got it on TikTok? Oh, that doctor? No, you shouldn't listen to that doctor. Oh, that person? No, that person's r ridiculous. No way. Hell no. That's, that's, that's information. Oh, that's fake news. No one knows. No one knows. Have conversations with people. Talk about the symptoms that you've had. Who's gotten sick? What was it like? We need to have these conversations amongst ourselves. We need to eliminate the fear by getting answers. And we're not getting them from the places that we should be. So we should be getting them from each other. Right? Take a moment, step back, have a conversation with that person who you don't normally talk to about these types of things.
I love having conversations with teachers, especially uh, in in the uh, public sector, because the you guys know on the politics side, it really leans one way or the other in the in the uh, private sector in the public sector. So when you have conversations like this, there's always always talking points that jump into the conversation, and it's okay. But with you, if you can continue the conversation by asking more questions, now you get really what this person feel, feels, right? Where they're coming from. Why is this fear so justified for them? Is it because they lost a family member in 2020, right? Is it because they are not physically fit themselves? They're not taking care of themselves. So they need you to take care of them, forcing you to do something. Is it maybe that you know they don't have health insurance and they're worried that if maybe they get sick, it's going to cost them too much and bankrupt them. Like there are a lot of reasons why people are doing this next thing, right? Whether they're taking the vaccine or not. You know, I have kids. There's a table that needs food on it every single day. And I have to make decisions that that can impact my livelihood. Right? So these decisions are more ingrained in us than just the unvax versus vax, Republican versus Democrat. It's more than that. And the only way you're going to get that is to have a conversation with somebody. I hate it when politicians say, uh, my body, my choice, but it doesn't apply. Uh, what is it? But it doesn't apply to women, right? No, well, it, it's like anything else, Jeff. Like the line only works if it works for me. You can't say it. No way. No, you can't use my line, but I can use it for you. I can, I can place it when I need it. And then, <laughs> but still, again, those are talking points. And when you talk to individuals, to people who only maybe watch the news or who get their information uh, on TikTok or Facebook or who maybe only do the, the blog reading, they're getting it from like one, one place to have a conversation with somebody and be able to disagree and walk away. That is a win. You're never going to understand what other people are going through until you ask them, until you sit down and have that conversation. So. Man, what a heated one, dude. Whew. Maybe it got me even sweaty. I, I, honestly, dude, I just feel bad. I feel bad for my kids. Uh, I really love being in the classroom with them. Uh, being a teacher, you don't make a ton of money. Um, that's why I do all my side hustle stuff. That's why I do all the things that I do on the side because yeah, I like having money as well. But I really love having an impact. I, I, I really love being that teacher that's different on campus. The one that tells you, yeah, you know what? You don't have to get an A. You don't have to get an A. You can get a C. You can get a D. It doesn't define you as a loser. You're not a failure because of that. And our kids in school are not hearing things like that. They're hearing things like, you got to do, be the best you can. You got to go to college. You got to make sure you get a good job. Right? They don't hear the other side where, guess what? School's not for everybody. And I get it. I have kids in my math class who struggle with math every single day. And what I tell them is, like today, for example, my, my, uh, my motto today was consistent, imperfect action leads to success. It's a math class. And as I gave a, a handout today and I had the kids, hey, you know, we're back. It's been three and a half weeks since you've gone. I know you haven't done math. I know you forgot a lot of stuff. Here's a, here's a handout. Work through the problems that you remember the best you possibly can, right? And as they're working through the problems, I'm like, I don't care if you're getting it wrong because I'm going to work through all the problems. And I want you to correct your work versus copy my work. 
And as I'm walking around, I got some kids that are, you know, doodling, doing nothing. And I say things to them like, hey, if you do nothing, you become nothing, right? Like these are things that students just need to hear. <laughs> giving a kid a quiz and handing it back with an F three, four, five times until they retake it over and over again, this, it's not a common practice. Why? Because I want them to fail. I want them to suck. They got to realize that at the beginning, when you, whenever you start something, no matter what it is, you suck at first, but you can get better, right? You can progress. In college, uh, you know, uh, the, the line I love to give my, my seniors, especially the ones that are struggling, C's get degrees, but D's get diplomas. Graduate high school. You don't need an A to graduate high school. Nobody ever pulls up to your high school diploma. Nobody asks for your high school diploma these days anyways, but nobody asks for your transcript. Right? Nobody does that. Maybe your credit score, but not your transcript. So yes, I'm going to miss the classroom. Absolutely. I'm going to miss the kids. Absolutely. But I got to make my choice. I got to stick to it. And one of those choices is, I don't think I'm going to file that religious exemption. I just can't, I can't lie about my relationship with God and then still continue every single day going into work saying, well, yeah, you know, I just lied. It's just a little lie, you know, why not? I just can't do it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, if you guys want to help, I'd, I'd, I'd love to help you. That's really what it comes down to. You can help me by allowing me to help you. If you know anybody who is looking for, for more customers, you're trying to get more customers, you just don't quite know how, maybe you have some content that you created for your, uh, for your business. Maybe you created some cool video that just happens to sit on your website and, you're, and you're, maybe you posted it on social media, but it's not really doing anything for you. I wanna have a conversation with you. Maybe you want to take the take advantage of the power of word of mouth, right? Word of mouth is the best kind of advertising and marketing we could possibly have. When you have a good experience with a business, you go tell your friends and family and they come over and do business with them. That's the greatest, greatest type of marketing that you can do. How do we harness that? Well, video testimonials will allow you to do that. We capture that enthusiasm, that experience, that energy that your, that your customers and clients have, and we capture it on video, and then we put it to work. We put it to work by putting it in front of people just like them so that they come to you and do more business with you. So if you guys are in need of growing your business, in other words, you need more clients, that's exactly what we do. That's the whole premise of having the Business Bros podcast, creating content so that we can get you more business. So uh, if you're uh, if you're on my side of the of the, of the uh, line here, or maybe you're not. You just uh, understand that you know maybe my body, my choice is something you agree with, vaccinated or not. I don't care. I'd love to work with you. I'd love to have the opportunity to show you what we can do uh, and the customer service that we bring. Right, the, the the ability for us to have a conversation and talk on a regular basis. So thank you guys very much for hopping on. Uh, I wish the best for all of you. Stay safe out there. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Peace. And uh, we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. 
If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.